0: Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June 2024. Good luck. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader. The merits of the case against the former president will be presented and the former president's counsel will mount a defence. Ultimately, senators will decide on the one true question at stake in this trial. Is Donald Trump guilty of inciting a violent mob against the United States? Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer outlining the stakes for the second impeachment trial of Donald Trump. It's underway now, with the former president charged with inciting an insurrection. Five people died during the riot on January 6th, where Trump loyalists burst into the very chamber where his trial is taking place. Democrats have called it the most grievous constitutional crime ever committed by a president. So pick your news channel or follow the Standards Live blog and follow events as they happen. But we're venturing into complex areas of constitutional law and this isn't your normal case. Here, political power plays are the ever-present underscore. So to help us understand what's going on, as she has done so many times recently, is UCL political analyst Julie Norman, who's also now host of the Julie Norman podcast, which delves deeper into US politics. Julie, some people say this will be over quickly. Others are warning it might last a while. How long can we actually expect this to go on for?
1: Well, we expect this impeachment trial to be a little bit shorter than Trump's first impeachment trial, which lasted about three weeks. There's interest from both parties in the Senate in having this trial be a bit faster, probably concluding in about a week or two. Biden's keen to get back to business and Republicans are keen to move on from um, from Trump's transgressions at the end of his term. What we expect is today some procedural debates around the constitutionality of the trial, and we can talk more about that. Um, And then, And each side will have essentially two days, 16 hours total each to present their cases. It's yet to be decided if Democrats will push to have witnesses called, which could extend the length of the trial a bit but would help them build their case. And then after all of that, there's questioning and finally a vote, again, most likely later next week.
0: Let's pick up on that constitutional area that you've so subtly raised there, Julie, because Donald Trump's lawyers have argued that this is unconstitutional, that you can't impeach a president once he's left office. It has never been done before, Is there any legal basis in that argument?
1: Well, David, there's certainly been a lot of discussion and debate about this in the United States with different legal scholars weighing in. The majority have concluded that the Constitution does not bar a former president from being impeached and and put on trial. And that includes some pretty prominent um, conservative and Republican lawyers weighing in this week as well. It's also been noted by even some who take the other point of view that Trump was impeached by the House while he was still in office, even though the trial is taking place after. So there there is a sense that that there is a legal um, precedent to go forward with this. At the same time, we know that many Republicans in the Senate are not seeing this as constitutional. 45 of the 50 voted as such in a pre-trial vote. And so it's likely that many Republicans will vote not to convict on that basis. It gives them some cover saying that they're not defending Trump or his actions, but are also not voting to convict on this procedural ground.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you've already voted to say that this trial should not be taking place at all, then you're not very likely to vote to convict, are you? So if it seems so certain that Donald Trump is going to be found not guilty, effectively, why have this trial at all?
1: Well, there's different reasons for that from a Democrat point of view. One is, again, the, the long chance, but the chance nonetheless, that if convicted, Trump could be barred from running for future office and from running particularly in 2024, which many Democrats would like to see even more than that, though, for Democrats, it's a sense of holding Trump accountable in the most um, prominent way that Congress can do. Um, even if he's acquitted simply by having the trial, by having a public account and a public record of everything that happened on January 6th, as well as Trump's actions in the weeks and days leading up to that day, they feel is just necessary for the public record and for voters to decide for themselves if this is someone they would support again. And finally, just to set a precedent that if these kinds of actions were taken again, they again would not be tolerated and that individual would be liable for impeachment or censure.
0: But if this is about generating a public record, then surely, Julie, that public record can't be complete without testimony from Donald Trump himself. And he said he's not going to go. Can the Democrats make him
1: turn up? So they did invite Trump to be a witness at the trial. Trump has declined that, um, which is his right to do that. They Cannot actually make him come. um, And they will probably be happy enough to rely on video evidence and potentially other witnesses. Um, Trump would be a pretty uh, sensational witness, to say the least. But it was important that they made that overture to him.
0: Now, aside from being the first time a president has been impeached twice, something else that will make this unique is that they're going to be holding these arguments in the exact same chamber in which the incidents they're talking about took place. Now, that has to change the atmosphere a bit, doesn't it?
1: Absolutely. Uh, Especially in contrast to last year's impeachment trial, which was seen as kind of uh, drudgery, kind of boring. This this year's trial will we expect it to be very emotional, evoking a lot of the the feelings and fears of that day on January sixth, and as you noted, taking place in the exact chamber where many uh, lawmakers were quite frankly, you know, concerned about their lives, and, and again, just just a month ago. So that that will not be lost on anyone there, Republican and Democrat alike.
0: If one of the aims would be to stop Donald Trump from running for president again, given that the Democrats currently control the Senate, it's 50-50 with a casting vote, can't they just pass a law? to prevent him from doing that? Do they have to go through all of this again?
1: Um, They essentially do have to go through an impeachment process. There are several other ideas that are being floated around, such as going through the 14th Amendment or some other kind of avenues to try and, and do that. But I think the Democrats know that they don't want to set a precedent of the next party coming in and being elected to power and being seen to exploit that power to bar someone from running from office again. So they're going to try and go through these standard procedures as much as possible.
0: And as you said at the beginning there, Julie, Joe Biden appears to want to just get this over and done with. The White House is almost suggesting like he's got more important things to do, like getting his policies out there. He got off to a very quick start. There's a whole bunch of executive orders sent out on the first day. Has he been able to keep that pace up? over the last few weeks?
1: Well, so Biden has been trying to stay above the fray, so to speak, regarding the impeachment, leaving it to Congress to handle. His main focus now has been on the $1.9 trillion relief bill that he's trying to get through Congress. Democrats have paved the way for that to move through a process that would just require a simple majority vote rather than the usual 60 votes in the Senate. And so Biden and his team will be using this time to try and drum up support for that plan in the states and and in the the cities around the country that it will hopefully be seen by them as as, um, appealing to voters and beneficial to voters. But um, he still faces an uphill battle in Washington on getting bipartisan support for that.
0: But the biggest issue that Joe Biden faces, as he himself has acknowledged, is the division in the United States. And this impeachment trial has shown once again just how divided the United States of America is right now.
1: That's exactly right. Even though recent polls have shown that over 50% of Americans support the conviction of, of President of former President Donald Trump, it's very split along party lines. About 90% of Democrats support it, over 80% of Republicans oppose it. So we see the divisions just in the nature of the trial taking place. And whatever the outcome is, about half the country will be pretty pleased and half the country is somewhat upset by it. But that's just the reality that that we're in in Washington these days. Biden is hoping that his general tone, his general approach, and that some of the policies he's putting out will bring Americans together. But um, I think he's realistic about the fact that the country will stay pretty polarised for quite a while.
0: And that's The Leader. Keep up to date with our live blog at standard.co.uk. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4 p.m.